We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode... You get a stain. No idea. And it's is like it, right on the shoulder. It's a big. It's like is a, it a cum stain? That'd be a bit of a weird location to get it on the outside. Hey. My blazer on the shoulder. But some can shoot. Some can shoot. I'm <laughs> fire. You know what it means. It's our birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, everyone. Happy <laughs> birthday. Sit with us. Can you believe it's been one year? It's been one year. Yeah. A full 12 months. 365 days. A lap around the sun. Wait, is that what the saying is? Yep. Lap around the, the sun? sun, the moon, the fucking every, all Everywhere. the stars. I just can't believe it. Of course, we've got a bottle of Moe. We've got a Moe. We've got a beautiful cake. Oh my gosh. Uh, by Baked in Space. Amazing team. Baked in Sydney here. And we've got these stunning flowers. It yeah. doesn't feel real that... It doesn't. One it really doesn't. And so I literally just landed. I landed in Sydney, came yep. straight to the studio. and Or oh, she's eaten this some almonds. I've had some <laughs> almonds, those soy roasted delicious things. Oh, they're beautiful. We got them on the way from like a Quickie Mart or whatever. Yeah, love the Quickie Mart. And I was just really reflecting because I did a couple of stories on the way and I, I was like, holy shit, like where were we this day a year ago? I remember you were sick as a dog. I was. We recorded the first two episodes in one sitting. I remember yeah. we were so nervous. Um, we we didn't know what the hell we were doing. I mean, we still really don't know what we're doing. We're just winging it. We are. We're, and I think the that's beauty the beauty. Of, yeah, that is, is definitely the beauty of us in the podcast. And when we launched, it was just like a wow moment. And now we're here. I know, a year later. And like when I was looking back, even at our first cover photo and like comparing to now, like, We've just evolved. But when I look back on it, on those photos and we did our first shoot and we did it in Sydney and that was like one of the first times I'd ever done like a shoot like that as well. It wasn't even like a big deal kind of shoot because we styled it all and like, you know, I'm pretty sure you did my makeup and like it was super chill. Jeans and a t-shirt. Jeans and a tee and like we just look so young. Even though it's only been a year, but like we just look young. I think it's because we've evolved so much not only as women but like as business people and yeah. just as people in general like we've gone through so much like yeah. the the Domenica I look at even the Ella I look at in that photo and just listening back to all of the the episodes in the past year I think we've grown so much mm. through life experiences and just through shit that we've been through yeah and I know you guys all of our listeners all of our beautiful sit with us family also would have just been going through similar things in, yeah. in your own journey. And that's the beauty of this podcast. And that's why I've loved every single minute of doing this podcast. And, you know, the the reflection has been really nice. Yeah. I think I've, I've been doing a lot of reflecting this year. Yeah. I spent a lot of reflecting in the jungle mm. when I was doing I'm a Celeb. And like I said in previous episodes, that experience really changed me. And I know, mm. like, I'm a better person for it. But... Even doing this podcast, I feel like it's been a real cathartic it has. experience of like getting everything off your chest. Yeah. It's like journaling, but in a different like, mm. way. Well, we're like sharing since Maths, like we just decided to share so much more of us because 
everybody got yep. to really know us through TV and, you yep. know, that was global and we know that we've got listeners all around the world, which is just like so crazy to even think that. So crazy. And I guess the day we decided to start a podcast was like, okay, this is a day where we're going to start sharing so much of us and like our journey and our life and, you know, our highs and our lows and, you know, milestones or shit that's gone down and there's just so much that we've covered in the past 12 months as well on the podcast we've covered so much and we've done it in our own way and with our own flair and it's just an honor that people all around the world Mm. you know kind of tune in every week and uh listen to us and look forward to us i absolutely adore meeting people when they come up to me and say they love the podcast it's like this it makes me get butterflies in my belly i think that it's well we forget we forget like Whenever someone does approach us and say, I'm such a fan, I tend to forget that like, shit, there is people out there who listen all the time. Yeah. You guys are listening. You guys are interacting with us in the Facebook group, on our socials. It's just such a family mentality. And today we really wanted to, you know, obviously, you know, we started this podcast. It was, you know, the brainchild of me and Ella, but without you guys that listen, we wouldn't be here. No way. So we would not. We just want to say happy birthday to you guys as well because you've all been on this journey with us as yeah, well. For and a year. For a whole year. And even, I mean, James was actually mentioning earlier, you know, there's people just tuning into maths right now that are DMing um, the sit with us Instagram who have just finished watched our season and they've just like binge listened to all of our episodes. So we I do have new that. listeners. I love all that the so time. much. It's crazy because maths is still airing in different countries yeah. and, and people are only just watching it now yeah. and starting to kind of get to know us. So it lives on and that's the beauty of podcasts is that mm. you can just you know, we can go whenever we want and mm-hmm. go scroll back to those previous episodes and relive all of those fucking epic memories of what we've done because we didn't stop recording that entire time we were overseas traveling whatever we were going through in life whether Mm. like we were having shit days we were having great days Mm -hmm. whatever it may be and you know we showed up and that's a testament to the people that Ella and I are Mm. um but also it's because we know you guys just absolutely adore every week mm. waiting to download this episode and listen to it, whether it be on your morning walk or your morning commute to work. Mm. Um, and that just fills our hearts with just so much joy. So yeah. we wouldn't be here without you guys. But it's been a year. But let's go back to where we were before the podcast. Like let's oh, let's gosh. like take it back. Like yeah, wow. obviously, you know, we did maths and that was where everybody met us. But it's like... Even before then, before our life had changed, like... Before we knew each other. Before we knew each other, like, it was in and out of lockdown in Melbourne. I don't know if Sydney was that. It was, yeah. I mean, Melbourne lockdown was way worse than what Sydney's were. Ridiculous. Um, But life was different, babe, you know? Like, I was just coming out of a divorce. Mm. I was mentally kind of all over the shop, you know? I I didn't really have a lot of money. It's when I started OnlyFans, Mm. um... It was a tough time. I couldn't see my family because they were in a, you know, Mm. red zone. And I was at a place where I was really unsure about my life. Yeah. And the beauty of doing all of this reflection and having gone through so much in the last two, three years is, you know, the advice that I can just give everyone listening, if you guys are going through a tough time, it's just believe in yourself and know that it will get better. Mm -hmm. And I know that is the hardest thing for someone to say and for you to believe. Yes. When it's actually, when when you're going through that shit. 
but I promise you everything happens for a reason. And I was driving this morning. I dropped Jack off at the station and I was driving home and I had Kyle and Jackie O on, mm. on the radio, Kiss FM. I don't usually listen to radio in the morning, but yeah. it was just on in my car. And John Edwards, the psychic, he was just talking about that like everyone has a little bit of that in them. And I know like some people are sceptics and some mm. people are, you know, whatever religion you are, whatever you want to believe. Mm. But he just said something. He said that we all have – We've got our, our team behind us, mm-hmm. wherever that may be, whether that be in the spirit world, yeah. whatever, or even just energy. I believe mm. in energy, right? Oh, yeah. Energy I, is everything. Energy is everything, whether that be the people that you spend time around, mm-hmm. whatever. But I was just like, oh, my God, that's so true. You know, mm. coming from, you know, being divorced, literally feeling like I had no life ahead of me mm. to now being here where I am, being able to support myself financially, mm-hmm. you know, have nice things that I've always dreamed about, being able to go on holidays, the things that I never thought that I would be able to do in my life all because I really did believe in myself. Mm -hmm. Even in the darkest moments of my my life, you know, going through a divorce, feeling like no one was ever going to love me again, Mm. um, I was damaged property. Yeah. And now being here, I feel like that's why I'm really emotional today because not only is it, you know, the first birthday of sit with us, but Mm. it's actually a moment where – I get to reflect on my own personal journey. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And the personal journey of being here today, sitting here with you, my amazing best friend Mm. who I never in a million years would have thought I would have like as an adult. (laughs) It's crazy. And this life that we get to live and we're so blessed and lucky and I never forget that Mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. And I know sometimes life can get overwhelming and we, we tend to forget about that. But today I just had this like real moment. I was just driving in the car and I just was like, I'm so lucky. Yeah. It's just a perfect moment of the stopping and smelling the roses. Like the other day I made yeah. a link tree on my Instagram, right? James was like, Ella, fucking make a link tree. I'm like, what's that for? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Stand like, Ella. Like, I don't know how to do that. What the fuck's a link tree? I'm like, do I have to pay for it? Like, what is that? And I was reflecting on my link tree and I was putting in, you know, all the projects that I've worked on and things that I've done, like the PLTBA and, you know, now my fragrance and then your app, my app, and there was something else there. I can't remember. Oh, the podcast. Like there was like four <laughs> things and it was just like, wow, like that was weird for me. That was a bit weird because everything's so fast paced, you know, yeah. like 12 months we've done so much. And there's so much more to come. There's so and, much and more to come. And because, yeah, life is so fast paced. We're like working on things that we're doing in six months time, but we've got to do it now. now and it's like, yeah. and you, you forget stuff that you've done Mm. so it is I think that's why people really like scrapbooking I can see why it's such Mm. a big thing I was watching randomly a Kylie Jenner fucking TikTok the other day and she was talking about that she loves scrapbooking right which it's so random because like some billionaire like some 25 year old billionaire likes a scrapbook yeah right um but I understand Mm. why she would want a scrapbook of all people you know she she does so much so much and just having those memories and you know even I know I've got all these photos on my phone Mm. and everything but it like reminds me sometimes that I I should get photos printed and 100%. I shouldn't have them just on my, you it's know. like my fridge at home. I have yes. like, I started putting Polaroids on my fridge from last year and there's, you know, photos from MAFs from when I was married to Mitch. There's photos <laughs> from meeting Sophie Monk. There's photos yeah. from LA meeting Charlie D'Amelio and like. Um, Heather from Selling Sunset. There's photos of the Crazy. podcast. There's photos of the Logies. There's photos of me meeting Hamish. Was it Hamish or Andy? I don't know. One of the guys I met. Like all these people that I've just never thought I would 
ever meet in my whole life. And even in Bali and like, you know, seeing the healer, like that was a really big turning point for me. And it just makes me realize like journaling is that for me, maybe similar to scrapbooking, but more like in words, I guess. Yeah. And I look back and I think, wow, like who was that girl before maths and before that life change? So like, who, who was that girl for you? God, she was also very lost. Like she was lost. She was always working very fucking hard. Like I would do, you know, 12 to 13 hour days at the clinic working home from my own little beauty business that I had, doing lash lifts and waxes, like from my parents' study in the house and like they would meet my clients. <laughs> and then, you know, always chasing being financially stable and yeah. being able to support myself. Yeah. And, you know, the beauty industry, you don't really make a lot of money. You do it because you love it. And and then I got into consulting for like property investment because I knew there was good money there. So I was doing that during the week and then beauty on the weekends. Like I was just trying to save so much but it was you've, so hard you've always been like you love the hustle I love I, the hustle you, like, like honestly my like I work thrive in it yeah, yeah. I, I think the for me like you've changed my life in so many ways but just seeing your work ethic and mm. how much you just thrive on it it's really inspired me mm. I think you know coming from a firm like my dad owns his own business like his own plumbing business but mm. I feel as though I never really saw him like with the hustle of like to grow. It's it was different. Just, it, yeah. It's a different. It's so different. having someone in my life that just is like just hustles all the time mm. and, and strives for greatness, it's it's really inspiring for me. And I know yeah. that it is for all of our listeners and people yeah. that follow you on socials as well. But, yeah, it's it's fascinating hearing that you've always been always. that hustler. You've always I mean, been a hustler. Since I was like I don't even know like my first – real proper job was with my brother and you know he trained me in the kitchen how to sell over the phone and we just we hustled from a very young age like my yeah. background was sales I did door-to-door -door sales at one point I did cold calling sales guys it, <laughs> it freaks me out that Ella went and did door-to-door -door sales knocked on the door like on the outer suburbs like late at night hi I'm gonna compare your electricity and gas can I get a better deal for you? I love – wow. Yeah, Bitch, I was that better, person. Get me a better deal. I was that person when I was like 18 or 19. I was that person. Wow. So I've always been an incredibly hard worker but I could just never get myself to a place to where I am now obviously. And I guess going on maths to find love, I did not think – I mean we both couldn't have imagined how much our life would change from putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable in front of the entire country and more and, you know, being humiliated in ways, being heartbroken in ways, like leaving the show in for four months, being the most depressed I've been, I think, ever yeah. without even realising at the time. Like, so I didn't even crazy. know. So crazy. I still remember that like it was yesterday that you were just so down. It was like a different Ella. You you know, it was yeah. – it was, it was hard to watch. But that's it, probably the hardest, like the sad, like over a boy, let's say. Like that's yeah. probably the saddest I've actually ever been in my life. And I think it was because Mitchell was the first guy, like obviously pre-maths, I was dating. I was yeah. super single. I was just like this social butterfly, always out on the weekends, out to pick up, out to meet Blake, out to go on dates. Like I had no shame in picking up men. Like I loved it, but yeah. I was doing it all for validation and for the wrong reasons, which eventually yeah. really came down on my self-esteem. And I guess Mitchell was like the first guy that I'd ever lived with. I'd ever like invested that much time, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week for like three months. Like I'd never done that before. Yeah. So it was hectic. And then, yeah, coming off 
off the show and everything that went on, like, you know, I lost so much weight without even realising. Oh, my God. I I look at photos, I was like, holy shit, babes. I didn't even see it back then as well. And that's what happens when you are in that funk and when you're in a depression, you know. That is a stigma about mental health is that – oh, my God, you have to be really depressed, like really, really bad, sick, unhealthy Mm. to have depression. Mm. And it's untrue. You can technically have depression if you are in a state of sadness for, you know, a long long, over a long period of time. Mm. And people don't understand that. And it's totally fine because it doesn't mean that you have to be medicated if you're Mm. depressed. It it does not mean that at all. It just – it's really strong of you to talk about this because – I think a lot of people are going through a depression right now mm. and they, they don't really realise it. They don't know why they're sad for, you know, why they've been sad for a month and they just yeah. can't shake this feeling of being sad. I mean, I thought I was okay. Like that's the weird thing. Like I thought that I was actually pretty fine but then I would find myself like having really sad days. But like overall I'm like, no, nah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Like I'm very... I feel like that's just who I am as well. Like I don't like to let off too much if I am yeah, in a bit and, of a shitty place. And that's place. so standard, you mm. know what I mean? I guess it's just human nature now of like we've got to keep going. You yeah. know, we, we can't take time off to, mm. you know, rest our brains and yeah. have some time to, you know, our mental health is like a muscle. You mm. need to like work on it to yeah. get it stronger and, and healthier. Mm. Uh, and that's something that I've learned. I'm really passionate about having been diagnosed yeah. with depression from the age of like 14, 15. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm super passionate about it. And I think us being able to talk about it so open and honestly as we have and we're going to continue mm. to do so, um, I think it's really powerful for people to see that, you know, if they have been sad and, yeah. and they're feeling low for weeks on end Mm. it's okay to go and ask for help it's okay to go and talk to someone whether that be you know a doctor or Mm. just your friend and just say hey I've actually been feeling really sad now Mm. for like four or five weeks I just can't shake this feeling and just talking to someone about it can be really cathartic in itself so it's fascinating to see how far we've come just even in our mental health because I know know, like before I went on maths I was not in a good place either and then I guess coming off it it was also hard Mm. again because it's like you know being fucking slut shamed on on tv and all of that craziness that happened it it wasn't good for me and I I I point blank said to my mum I said mum if if you see me deteriorate Mm. in any way shape or form you need to just like put me in into hospital Mm. because I just knew like I didn't want to let maths or the experience of maths Mm. fuck up my mental health and all the stuff I've worked so hard for my entire life Mm. it is really interesting having this this chat right Mm. and and a question that just popped up in my head Mm -hmm. is do you think that you were meant to go on maths not to find love like obviously we went on there to find Mm. love but do you think it was right place, right time, right experience for you to go on there and change your life? Like I feel personally that whole experience and that experiment was the pivotal moment in my life mm-hmm. to grow up. And I say that with peace and love to myself. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was. Like yeah. I grew up so much, oh, man. Like I 100%. changed. I mean I'm a big believer in – Yeah, right place, right time. Everything happens for a reason. You know, you learn from every experience. Mm. There's always got to be a silver lining, even in the shit. Like even when I was going through everything with Mitch, I'm like, there is going to be a silver lining. Yeah. And 
I mean, I look at myself now and everything that's happened for me is because I went on that show and I put myself out there. You know, I put fear aside, I put courage in front of me and I just took everything with a massive stride. Like I just took it as it was going to work out for me. And then, you know, I don't believe I would have been ready for a relationship and to be with Guy now if it wasn't for being fucked over on Made in Chelsea and the fucking thick skin that Mitch made me grow. Like 100% I would not be ready because I was – I always thought I was ready for a relationship but I clearly still had a lot more growing to do because every guy that I was dating before the show wasn't working out Mm. and – I think that it's, you know, people are put in front of you for a reason and I think every guy that I was dating, they were all challenges, they were all tests and I just kept failing. I just kept failing because I was giving fuckboys the time of day. Yeah. And then the minute I decided to stop doing that and go and learn something in front of everyone with Mitch and then it didn't work out, failed again though going on Made in Chelsea. But Made in Chelsea was the biggest point I think for me and like because obviously maths led me to that. So, again, right place, right time. And, I mean, 100% we were on season nine for a reason. We were on season nine to meet. And, like, if I wasn't there for you, your experience would have been very different. Oh, And my as well, God. if you weren't there for me, like, my experience would have been very different. Like, imagine fucking math season nine without one of us. I, I like there's no way I would have survived without Ella like there, there there's no way shape or form that I would have like obviously Jack was a great partner and I'm so mm. glad that I got matched with him on the show but without you I wouldn't have survived and and even getting through everything that I've gone through you know to mm, date to mm. get here right now yeah it's just we were definitely in the right place at the right time <laughs> It's really interesting talking about failure because mm. I've I've been thinking about failure for a really, really long time. Mm. And since my divorce, since everything that's kind of gone on in my life that I consider a failure, mm. this is my 30-year-old Domenica mm-hmm. now mindset, right? All of those failures, I don't want to think of them as failures anymore. No. I don't want to think of failing as a negative. I want to think of failing as, you know what? Yeah, all right, what have I learnt from that? But see, what failure provides us with is opportunity to redo. Like even if you fail an exam, if you fail getting that job interview, if you fail in your, you know, auditioning for a role in theatre, like if you fail and you don't get the gig or, you know, you get divorced or you get dumped, like you have opportunity to do it again in another way. Yeah. Like that's what's so amazing about failing is that it's opportunity to learn and to grow and to redo because we always can have second chances. Exactly. Maybe not with love. Maybe, you know, if that, you know, something happened there, but you can have second chances with love. I, I, so- I wholeheartedly like <sighs> – Speaking from my experience, guys, all right, please. I'm the fucking poster girl for failing and fucking making it work and finding love and doing all of that shit. Like, trust me, I was in the depths of the worst depression of life. Like, I was literally Mm. so skinny. I didn't know myself. Even on my own wedding day, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with my life. Mm. And I considered that a failure. Like, all of that was so negative. Like, Mm -hmm. no one's going to want me. All of this shit. Like, I was at the bottom, like... I was in the fucking dirt of Mm. what I felt like I could be in my life. Yeah. 
that's how I felt with every every situation ship or guy that I was chasing and they they didn't want me. It was like, oh well, that's on me. You but know? I look at that now and I'm like, that is so beautiful. But I now, know that sounds crazy. No, but yes, it is. Now that we're on that other end of it. We're so grateful for those really dark times. And it's easy for us to say now, yes. like we've been through it, now it's beautiful. But I promise you, if you right now are going through something that you think is the darkest, deepest mm-hmm. hole of your life, mm. whatever that may be, whether it be relationships, career, money, whatever it may be, I promise you, if you just for one second just stop and look at your life and look at it in a positive mm-hmm. and try and flip it, I promise you, it will change your mindset and you will keep going on to that journey mm. in a better way. Mm-hmm. We had the news on last night. I was over at Jack's house and mm. we were just watching the news and it was like there's just so much oh depressing shit at the moment, so like much. with with the rates and, you know, yeah. people not being able to afford their home loans and all of this really sad shit. And then there was this lady on A Current Affair. Yes, I love Current Affair. Okay, it's my favourite <laughs> show. It's my guilty pleasure. Don't come at me, Okay. Um, the news is her guilty pleasure. The news is my guilty pleasure, even though it shits me. <laughs> and there was this lady saying, you know, she's got a home loan and she's got yeah. a business and she can't afford to pay staff. And like on one hand I was like going on this show and letting the host kind of like depress you even more is mm. like the worst thing because she's like, how are you going to afford it? Like it's, it's not going to work, is it? And I'm like, bro, instead of giving her some hope, you yeah. know, like where is the hope? Yeah, I know. Well, the news is not that kind of place. The, the news Duh. is the news know, is not the hope. place for hope. The place for hope is sit with us. Okay, yeah. so and I take this from me, someone who I, I the news is my guilty pleasure. I know. Yeah. I just watch it so I can kind of talk back and just go, "This is bullshit." Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I started watching the news more since I met Dom. Yeah, I, I have. It's so bad because it's, it's like first thing in the morning, coffee. But I do it now at home. But then again, and in I saying that, to. there always is a nice. Warm and fuzzy story. There With, is. Whether that be there's you know, a few fucking fucked up. Someone's great. The, gra- gra- the grandma, great grandmother's turns 105 and they're having a party for her at the at the old people's home, and I just love that shit. Okay, yeah. but then there's the really sad stories. But I don't know. We, we've lost hope. We've lost yeah. the feeling of making people want to find hope and like the fun stuff about life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've gotten sidetracked. But yeah, it, it does all come back to I guess the fact that we are we're turning, turning one, one and. It's all relatable. Like we're all, this is just where we're at now and everything that we've been going through yeah. and the ups and, like, and the downs the ups and the, and the downs. You know, well, seeing as though it is our birthday, mm-hmm. we, you're going to make a, a change or like a, a, a wish, wish or something or whatever it may be. Fuck, I think that's New Year's. Fucking New Year's really resolution. Well, we can, we can make wishes. <laughs> we can make wishes for the podcast and, you know, that we just, we hope that in the next 12 months we bring you even more you know, relatable stories and More a place, yeah, yeah, a place where you can go and, okay, maybe I want to feel good about something or maybe I want to feel like I'm not alone in something. Yes. Because we are here with you and we're going through we are. and we say it all the time, we are going through the same stuff as you guys on a day-to-day basis. Like I had the worst fucking period ever last week and – and maybe because I'm on Roaccutane. I'm blaming Roaccutane for everything. And right, I was like clotting. Like, and I don't really clot. And that may be TMI, but hun, it was hectic. I said to my ba- my boyfriend, I'm like, babe. Guys, <laughs> guys, we fully had a conversation about clotting. And like, I, it's never been so more relatable in my life. because It's scary, I, man. I will go to the bathroom and then walk out and be to Jack, babe, I just had like kidney come out of me. Like, it was fucking full on. TMI, but you know what? 
women, you will get it. Okay, yeah. and it's not too much because guys, fuck off. If you don't know that women we clot out of our vaginas on a monthly basis, yeah. You learn that. You learn that. Okay, I please. told my boyfriend, and I think I don't. I think he was very much just a bit silent. I was like, yeah. "Well, that's what happens to women." That's, okay, it's what happens. And and the doctors that tell you clotting's not normal. Well, babe, tell me why I've been clotting yeah. for fifteen fucking years of my life, doll. <laughs> Seriously, and I'm still alive. And it's a scary fucking thing. Like, how are we still alive? Anyway, there's a lot of anyway. That's, yeah. yeah, and and bitch, my period is not two tablespoons of blood, bitch. That's fucking what oh I God, get out no. of me when I stand up in the morning. Yeah, that's definitely not. How, I'm definitely more than two. Well, because apparently they say that's a heavy period. What? Well, so when you have found a cure for these cysts and why they're bursting, yeah, then come and talk to me, because mm. the last few days, being a woman is being just a, being a woman. Fabulous. Fuck me, dead. Anyway, and anyway, but we're we're gonna move on to taking it back again to the launch when we first launched the podcast i came to sydney i was in sydney a lot last year you were in sydney a lot to a point where i was like babe you just need to move to sydney and we were looking at place we did actually apply for a house but we didn't get it speaking of failures and we were kind of like oh devo because we were like oh my god this would be the perfect perfect space yeah oh my god but it didn't work out for a reason now we're For both very happy in our new houses and yep. I come to Sydney, Dom comes to Melbourne. We both committed to this long distance relationship and our business so we make it work. But exactly, I came to Sydney last year and I won't forget because I did wear this. I was going to actually wear it today, the purple blazer that I wore on the launch day. Oh. There was a massive fucking stain on it on the shoulder and I was like, I don't know what that is, so I couldn't obviously get it off in time. What happened? Where did you get a stain? No idea. And it's is like it, right on the shoulder. And it's a big. It's like is a, it a cum stain? Nah, it's like dark. <laughs> That'd be a bit of a weird location to get it on the outside. Hey. My blazer on the shoulder, but you know, hey, some, you can could, some, some can shoot. Some can shoot. Some can shoot. I've seen But uh, no, fortunately that time. Unfortunately that time, I was uh, riding solo. That was that was you me were, still healing from Mitch. That actually. was healing. That yeah. was healing time, big time back then. Poor thing. Yeah, but, it really was. We launched, we, um, we had a billboard. We had a fucking Hello? billboard, which is such a beautiful video to watch of us because oh, we look like two little kids just like jumping up and down. Where were we? Paramount? It what? was on Parramatta Road. I drive Paramount. past this billboard all the time and every time, even though our billboard's still not there, for me that's yeah. such a big moment. I'm like, oh, my God, we had a billboard here. Yeah. It's a huge moment. It's something I'm so fucking proud of. I just can't believe we had a fucking billboard. It, and I took my parents to the one, I took my whole family. In Melbourne. To the one in Melbourne. So and I was like, what the heck? This is so crazy. Like, I was imagining what it was like for my parents and my brother to be the one seeing like their daughter or their sister on a billboard. I just think that like they're just so proud of us. I know every time I post something with yeah. about the podcast or about whatever we're doing, um, yeah. you know, business-wise, my mum reposts it, your yeah. mum reshares it. Yeah. They're constantly resharing. They're and support. Just so proud yeah. and it just fills me with the biggest amount of joy. And yeah. even like a few weeks ago I went to a um, – one of my cousin's weddings oh, yeah. was up at the central coast and just being there like with my family and just seeing like how proud like my aunties and uncles are yeah. and just how much they want to hear about what I'm doing yeah, and it's really so nice. proud of me. It's like I forget it and it comes back to stopping and smelling the roses, the, all of those too. things. I really and we, do. You know, even on the smallest things, like I mean the smallest things make me proud these days. Even if like I get home from a trip yeah. and, you know, my house is a mess mm-hmm. and I take a few hours and I clean my house. I'm like, bitch, 
Go yeah, you. Because cleaning the house is hard. And look, I don't actually get that much joy out of cleaning. I'm going to be honest. I'm one of those no, people. No, I don't get I don't my, get joy out of cleaning. But I find joy out of when I've finished it. Yeah. And I'm proud of myself. And it's like. And you did it because it's a chore. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And your space is then like clean and it's fresh and fresh bed sheets are the fucking best. Like I, I said, guys, it's honestly the little things. Bitch, I don't have a fucking cleaner. I've got a dog no. that sheds hairs everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And likes to, uh, you know, she m- does mess the place. Uh, she sheds. She does shed. Um, and you know what? Like you just got to get your shit together. You've yeah. got to uh, – and it's just the little things that I'm proud yeah. of, you know. it's I get that. It's doing life, seeing my friends, seeing mm-hmm. my family, spending time with my, my partner, all of those things and still being able to kill it business-wise, mm-hmm. keep the podcast going. We show up for each other all yeah, the time. all the time. We show up for you guys and that's what I'm most proud of, yeah. you know. It's – Sometimes I feel a little bit slack. I don't see my grandmother as much yeah. as I, I should. And I, I feel like I'm like, oh, my God, I need to see Nonda more. That's one thing I'm going to change more mm-hmm. is getting to see her more often. But it's being able to have that balance. And yeah. that's something I'm really proud of. Um, and it's taken me a year, I would say, because I definitely didn't have that balance mm. at the start. Like I looking know. back and oh, and that was my That was my New Year's resolution this year is balance because last year I just had – none of that I was never home I was always in Sydney so I mean I've traveled a lot this year but I think the cats have have been a really big help for you in that sense because now you have this kind of more of a reason purpose yeah and it sounds so weird and I feel like people that have pets understand Mm. but they really do give you this purpose and also I miss them 100% and like I'm pretty sure they're falling in love with Guy at the moment because he's there all like if he's babysitting he doesn't really like, you know, for me, I'm like in and out of the house yeah. all day when I'm home. But him, like he'll he's just. He's there, he's there. He, he'll be yeah. there. And he's like patting them for five hours a day. They, oh, bitch, they're head over they heels. They are obsessed with him. And they're, they're, he's having a bit of a weird moment at the moment. He thinks that Miso is not happy with him. So he's he Googled this like, I don't know, technique. Like Why? You, well, she has been a bit weird. Like she gets really scared of him randomly and I think it's because male like just the strong energy yeah so she does get a bit wigged out sometimes and so right now they're going through this he's not going to give her any attention and he she has to earn it and I'm like babe I don't think animals work like that he's like cats do I'm like okay isn't that going to do the opposite well I don't know I don't know well he's like true to mean keep him keen kind of thing yeah I don't know doesn't work he's there with them tonight so we'll see like how that goes with him and Miso but well I already know like Millie is already obsessed with Jack and already has been I will tell you guys right when I got back from the jungle I got off the flight I walked in my door okay Jack's standing there Millie is behind me because my dad brought her later. Yeah. Who do you think she runs to first? Yeah, you said she, this. She ran, to, she ran to Jack first, guys. Yeah. My dog, Millie, that I fucking bitch, like she mm, mm-hmm. she ran to Jack. And But you know what? It actually filled me with the most joy seeing her just be so just excited to yeah. see him again because she missed him as well, you yeah. know. Like we pretty much at this point – are living together like I yeah. mean we're, we spend so much time together mm. and he's such a huge part of her life mm. I truly couldn't do any of this without him mm. at this point like he is kind of like my rock and helps with oh, Millie same. and we're just so blessed in that sense oh, like 100%. we could, and it's a huge shout out to the men in our life because yeah. without them I don't think we would be able to do no way. what we do so seamlessly yeah 
And like um, last minute as oh well. Oh, God. Like we have – without this support network yeah. that we have and like it is, you know, with all the travelling that we've done, whether mm-hmm. it be international or just, you know, internal in Australia, yeah. we've done so much. Just oh – I'm looking – we've got a, like a list here of guys of every, all of the highlights – I do um, want to say as well, like this time a year ago was when we went on the Carl and Jackie O show and that was a really big thing for me. Like, oh, huge. I, my brother has been listening to them, I don't know, his whole life and like I don't really listen to them that much. Yeah, no, they were huge. I just know that they're like massive celebrities to me and like I was like, holy shit, this is so hectic. Like we're going on the Carl and Jackie O show and I just remember how fucking hectic that was. Like what went down that day, fresh, that was like our launch day. And what had happened on air when they showed us Olivia and Jackson's thing from the OnlyFans, like Mm. that was a bit of a shit thing to happen on our launch day because it was like, holy fuck, like they've done this reaction thing that they do, which I didn't even know that they did that. I didn't, I don't know if we actually spoke about this at all. I think we did. I can't, to be honest with you. I feel like we actually, yeah, I feel like we did talk about this on our Instagram stories. We did. Especially, yeah. it was it was a shitty thing to happen on yeah. our launch day. Not gonna lie, and it's still something that and can I, confirm that was the first time that we'd ever seen fuck. that content. Um, they Mate, obviously and showed that's us content that I didn't want to see, and I still wish I could have yeah. washed my eyes out with acid, like I said on the day. And a lot of people came for me because they said, "Well, you're doing the exact same thing what Olivia did." to you Mm. like if you you know I was so upset about what Olivia did but then apparently I did it to her yeah Uh, it's a completely very very fucking different scenario here Joel but that was a lot of fun and yeah I mean a lot of fun fun to meet them but then we were kind of like a bit fuck you after and we we met Carla from Bankstown there too yes that was so funny that was hilarious oh my god that was a great day and it was it was a great day and then we went to that bakery and we like had a feed and yeah. we were just like this is so fucking exhausting why and is we went this into the office we were on the today show we went on the today oh. show on launch day at like 9am or something again i was in that purple blazer oh. and i don't know did we go out for dinner or something that night i feel like we definitely did something I think we had pizza that night because we Maybe. were just so exhausted. We, and you were still in your Herbert. We were at Herbert Street. <laughs> uh, we can finally say where I fucking lived. Yeah. Herbert Street, Dolly Chill in that absolute crack den, guys. Oh, my God. I should share some fucking photos of that crack den. But I, I kind of loved the crack den. I like, loved crack I den. loved it. We 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 start, We start. bought, like, podcasting kit there. We yep. recorded at yours. Jack like, and I reminisce about the crack den a lot because we that's where our romance kind of really started yeah so we we do hold a lot of memories there we had a lot of great i uh, think it was a great house that house was full of character and it had history and you know i I don't know i loved going there and really always being under the desk when you're in the makeup room like me always coming over and be like can i wear something and can you buy makeup like and watching the today show in the morning at 8 seriously (laughs) and like re-watching maths there like that house for me after maths has a lot of memory because I was always coming to Sydney and staying there and that's where like so many I guess milestones happened in that house went to fashion week got ready there like that's when we weren't really doing the hotels like we were always staying at yours and I was coming to the dog park meeting like your dog friend community we've got to talk about where the Moe came from as well so we're at the Logies right and again, another really crazy, surreal moment, sharing an experience like that. And me always, me, classic me, as you guys know, I'm like, wait, who's that? And Tom's like, oh my God, there's that. I'm like, who? I don't know who that 
that is. Being able to share a moment. Like I remember Ella's mum, shout out Belinda, yeah. being so excited she that Ella was going to the I'm like, mum, what do you mean? Like, what? And it, I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to the Logies. Like, are you joking I'd never me? watched the Logies before. Like, I've never really known what it is. It's, like, it's so Australian, like, <laughs> corny, you know, TV, Australian TV, night of nights, whatever you want to call it. But just being there on that red carpet, being able to go to that event, the, mm. the after party, sneaking Izzy into the after party, oh, yes. like on the red carpet. And she got to walk the red fucking carpet. Iconic. I mean, we've had <gasps> so many incredible memories together and also shared it with you guys on the podcast. And that's where Spilling the Mowie, that's where the, the Mowie. morning art. Wait, was it the, oh no, morning. it was. We recorded the morning after. We flew our producer in. Yes. And he came and recorded. And we're in bed in the robes, hungover AF. And the night before, <laughs> we were drinking Moe and you spilled it on the bed. <laughs> well, I don't know if I spilled and it. And I was like, not the Moe. <laughs> so we ordered this Moe on room service. It was like Wait, ridiculously expensive. But we fucking opened the Moe and then it fell over because it was on the bed. That's so, right. It fell over. And we were like, oh, we should have sucked the Moe out of the... <laughs> Off the be- off the ground or something. Here's the episode. Aww. Wait, is this just so many good memories? But you know what? We're gonna pop the Moe again, guys. Let's pop the Moe. Okay. I don't know why I'm always bloody left with this job because I'm shocking at it. Okay. Yay! Yo yo yo! Woo! Cheers to you, babe, and cheers to us. Celebrating 12 months together. Yep. And even longer since we met and found love on Married at First Sight Season 9, 2022. Baby! And here we are. And I'm just, I feel so blessed. I'm grateful every single day. You're the only person that I fucking speak to 500 times a day. Yep. And yes, thank you for being there for me through all the shit the highs, the lows, the achievements, the growth, the sad times, the, like, all the rest of it. And I couldn't be where I am today without you. Well, right back at you, babe, because I tell you what, you have changed my life. And I've already s- spoken about how much you've just inspired me on so many different levels. And you push me to be a better person every single day. And we could not have done this without the you know the work ethic that you've put in um that we've both put in and just brought to the table but um before we sign off there's a few little things that i think we should a few little questions this is a fun little rapid fire questions okay q a so i'll read the questions out and then we just answer them best and worst part about working together Best part for me is that you're just so wild and out there and say cunt all the time and I love it. I love you so much for it. Worst part, sometimes you can be uh, lazy. That's relate. Yes, that's the real That's the real thing. Yes, I can be lazy but I have you to remind me. Thank you. Uh, best part is just like working with your best friend. Yeah. It's so easy. Worst part is the travel. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it, but sometimes it can be fun. Yeah. Like I'm hyped to be here in Sydney, but it can be a drag sometimes. Yes. Other than that, she's perfect. <laughs> um, okay, next question. How do you manage your work and friendship? How do we manage our work and friendship? I mean, we just know when it's a work chart or when it's a real life chart. Yes. We're very good at just kind of separating them when necessary or if we need to have a quick chat about something to do with podcasts, like we just kind of make it work. Yeah. I think we're always talking to each other throughout the day. Yeah. So it's like, but if it's, it needs to be a work, a work thing, we'll make it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, babes, need you to do this. Exactly. Remind to do this. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, has there been a time you've had to put on a brave face for a recording? Oh, multiple. I mean, I think brave face for what? me, maybe not so much brave, brave face. Like hungover, tired, yeah. don't want to do it. Like not feeling bubbly. Yeah. I think that's. We've definitely a- had times where yeah. we're like wrecked, we're flat. Yes. We're both. Like I remember we've done that in Melbourne a couple of times. We've been on the couch and we're both like, oh, this is a hard episode to record. Yeah. Because yes. we were very just like low energy and tired. And just not, not feeling it, not vibing it. And. That's reality, guys. Yeah. We don't really put on a brave face, I would say. We just tell you if we're actually tired and we tell yeah. you if we're actually it's not actually, feeling it. Yeah. We love that. What don't the listeners see slash hear on the podcast? Probably me saying cunt more than they I, put in. I feel like you've gotten better, though. I've calmed down. Because yeah. Belinda, yeah. mother dearest, you know, she yeah. was the one who was like, oh, it's not with the swearing. And I think because you were swearing so much, I was swearing so much, but now I'm swearing less, which means you're swearing less. Yes. So we love that. There's Thanks, less swearing. Yeah. There is less swearing. Um, but yes, uh, cunt is still my favourite word. Cunt is say. still my favourite word from Dom. Um, are there things you keep from each other to say for the microphone? Sometimes there has yeah. been. I've definitely done that a few times because yes. I've wanted to just get like Dom's real raw opinion yes. on things. And then there are some times where I haven't realised I haven't told yes. you yet and then it's like, oh, my God. Fuck, this I'm going to tell you this. So yeah. that's really exciting and I like when that happens. Yeah. But, yeah, it happens not not as not often but yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, has there been an episode that has never been published? Yep, the episode we recorded and it got fucking deleted. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We fucking did it at mine. And I blame the ghost for that. I blame the ghost or me um, because I was on that clicked export. I may have clicked. Who knows? No, I blame the ghost fully. Yeah. That was when the ghost was um, trespassing at the time. That was when the ghost was literally in your laptop, dude. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but what the fuck? And also, going back to ghost stories, um, my kettle turned on twice today. And don't message me. I'm like, babe, um, that's a very strong move to turn a kettle on, like. Kettle is like, that's a strong fucking ghost. Someone DM'd me being like, download this app and you put the app on and you ask the ghost a question and then if it says something, it comes through the app. I'm like, I am not doing that nah, while I'm here alone. I, I feel like don't do that. Yeah, I don't like, talk to it. You're communicating with it. Like you could piss it off and then it might fucking blow your kettle up or like, I don't know. But the kettle turning on twice. Oh, dude, I was like, like fuck that's this. very hectic. And you know what's so weird? I was in a meeting a week ago at home in the kitchen. And I don't have an Alexa plugged in anywhere. Oh, no. And I heard Alexa. I heard Alexa talking. So I'm pretty sure I don't have Alexa anymore. Are you fucking haunted? I don't feel haunted, but something spoke in my house. And even the person who I was on the meeting with, I was like, hang on. I don't think I. And then I, I see. Think, I don't ever feel anything when I'm at your house. I don't. Feel, maybe no, I'm, I don't feel anything either. But I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Something spoke. There's in some my kind house, of friendly ghost. And it was a Google maybe it's or a, well, who knows. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, fuck that. Um, yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> what have you learnt about each other working together? Oh heaps. Oh, I mean every day. Every day. So much. Probably I've learnt how much a person can shit. Which is a lot. Yeah. Look, um, <laughs> look. toilet time, as we said in the last episode, it's a part of my roster. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah, it's great. The the pod, poop, poopy stool. Yeah. The I bin mean, that I yeah, use. The yeah, the little bin. She just the the bin moves every time Ella's yeah. at my house. I go, <laughs> I know why. Because my feet are tucked up on that. I think we, we learn new things 
about each other every day. And that's part of friendship and relationship in general is that you're constantly learning. I think what's been really interesting for me is I don't have any close friends that have ever dealt with mental health. And so when Dom and I were becoming very close, you know, over a year ago, Mm. I started to learn a lot about that and how you manage it, how you deal with it. And, like, I got to understand it more. And, like, since then I've met people who do have or – Maybe my friends do have it, but maybe they're not as open. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I understand it a lot more um, oh, now, good. which I think is really important. And it's like a very good thing to know in life. And obviously I had mild anxiety and had like seven episodes and you were able to explain to me what would happen and you knew what to do when I was going through that. So oh. I think that's a very um, amazing thing to learn from a friendship as well. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh, good, honey. <laughs> and to finish up our birthday episode... Ella, how has Sit With Us changed your life? I mean, it just goes to show like reflecting on what we've said in the episode, you know, even just being on the Today Show, like that changed my life. Experiencing that live telly, the whole country watching, being able to travel, being able to financially support myself more than I ever have and being able to do it with my best friend, someone who I can share all these crazy experiences with. I mean, it's changed my life in ways that the list would just go on. Like it's still not even, you know, the the future is uncapped. Like every possibility is endless where I feel like we're just getting started. Like 12 months, I feel like the first year for us was just learning, figuring it yeah. out. And like that's what our new cover for is like this new and like, you know, woman evolved, like ready to take on the next 12 months for like just, fuck, it's just taught me so much. I I look at that photo of us and I'm just so proud of where we've come. I mean, how sit with us has changed my life. Mm. And get to to meet people, all the listeners. Yeah, for me it's just support. Being able to communicate with people and we met a girl when we were at Bon Appetit and who said that like listening to the podcast got her through some really tough times and Mm. just hearing people's. And seeing her get emotional, we were like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. For me it's it's mainly about the connections that we've made and. Being there for people. Being there for you guys and also you guys being there for us. Mm. It's this beautiful kind of relationship that we have Mm. and it's just changed my life in so many ways I think I'm a better person from being able to podcast and being able to do it with my best friend is Mm. like the best thing in the whole world but knowing that you guys listen every week and you were so invested in what we have to say Mm. and this little community that we've we've made is a true blessing so Mm. We just want to say happy birthday to you guys as well. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us. We love you immensely. And here's to another 12 months. Yep. Pop the Maui, you guys. Pop the Maui. Pop some it. cake. Don't, don't save the champagne for a rainy day. Pop that Maui. Pop that Maui. And eat some cake because fucking life's too short. That's what we're going to do now is eat this we're gorgeous eat cake. cake yeah. Chocolate cake. Oh, my God. Stop it. Yeah. You're eating it, bitch. Oh, of course. I'm fucking, oh, we've had a diamond. <laughs> Almonds and Maui. I'm ready to eat the fucking cake. <laughs> Cheers, babe. Happy birthday. Woo! Woo.